The person you were texting is one wall away. <laughs> oh, no, no. That would be cool. <laughs> it, was, it was like you were reading that to me. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 156, the Total Gong episode. This week, happy to have back Joshua Carpenter. Joshua is a Nashville-based songwriter, singer-songwriter. He's got several albums out, and you can find his music at jcarps.com and a lot of other places that will, of course, be in the show notes. And I'm just realizing now that I don't know if he goes by Josh or Joshua. I should know that. That should have been my first question. Probably goes by J-Carp since that's his uh, website. So anyway, uh, J-Carp was nice enough to send a bunch of songs from a couple of different albums and some acoustic recordings that he's done of some of his songs. So that's going to be in this episode and a couple of other episodes. You may remember Joshua, J-Carp, I call him, from a previous episode. So we're going to have that episode, this episode, and a couple more. Fun times. Here is Joshua J-Carp Carpenter. Sakers 
Let's get started with Green Babe, which is my favorite song off the album, by the way. Cool. It's kind of cheesy to yeah. say if the first song is your favorite song. Uh, but yeah, sometimes that's one of happens. the things, though, is, is like you're, that's what, what you're supposed to do now because people get on whatever streaming thing they do and they listen to the first song. And, and oh, okay. It's supposed to be the best one. It's that not, it's not my, my favorite one, but but yeah, that's, I'm glad that it's yours. You did like a uh, um, marketing test, had a focus group come in and say. I, yep, it was $2 a piece to 13-year-olds at the Innsbruck Mall. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you did yeah, it out, they, you did it outside, huh? Yeah, they both said Green Babe. <laughs> okay. All right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that one was kind of like written in a... Um, uh, I don't know. The way I used to do things was I used to sit down and be like, uh, I used to say, okay, going to write a song now and then write the song. And now, and that one's kind of more like, uh, took a little more time with it. And so, um, you know, a couple lines will be about one thing. A couple lines will be about another one. I think they go together. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's not about one thing. Your recording process, you're, you primarily record at home, right? Yeah, well, with that, that record, um, my friend Jeremy Boger built a shed out in his backyard, and we did just about all the drums there, and did some of the bass there, some guitar, and then the rest of it I did in my house, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is that the shed? Were you telling me that the shed was like uh, super airtight? Yeah, that's the one where you got the carbon dioxide detector. Right, right. Yeah, and we tr- we could only do for like thirty or forty five minutes at a time because yeah, OSHA. <laughs> right. He didn't want to just drill a couple of holes in the side of the door or something like that. Nah. Right. I'm gonna try a thing here. Every song we talk about, I'm gonna ask you your favorite something. Uh, I probably should have I should have told you this in advance. That would have been better planning. But I mean, you know, it might want to catch you unawares. Yeah, yeah. Who is your favorite or a favorite poet? Like a proper poet. Yeah, or even just somebody who you you know you don't you don't have to commit it to favoritism, but just somebody who sticks out. I kind of don't care about poetry. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, I'm I like the uh, I'm inclined to say somebody like Lou Reed or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I w- I don't think he would consider himself a poet, and I kind of don't. But as far as kind of more literary lyrics or something like that. Like the, the people that I like would fit more into that category than they would as, you know, as, as like a, just strictly words on a page hmm, so, kind of person. So, I mean, basically tell me, tell me if I'm misinterpreting what you're saying, um, hmm. but you're just saying you've never really gotten into poetry. Don't really have a, um, uh, an affinity for poetry. No, not really. I mean, I, I, theoretically, I appreciate it. I just haven't really connected with yeah. with that. L- you know uh, I mean, I, sorry, go ahead. I, well, no, I mean, if, I guess when I was like college age and stuff like that, I kind of thought people who kind of were poets and made fun of poetry mm. when they were when they were in their in the in their poems. I thought that was cool, and now I don't think that's cool at all. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I think. Uh, Poetry is respectable, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I just don't really connect with it. Lou Lou Reed actually is a poet. He has a, a book of poetry. Mm. So so you were kind of I could cut out all the other stuff and you just say, Hey, Lou Reed's my favorite poet. 
Yeah, why don't I say why don't I say Lou and then a bunch of other shit and then say Reed and you can cut out everything oh, okay. in between. I like it. Yeah, yeah. A very yeah. surreal surreal version of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. That song is about um, uh, how everybody's saying rock and roll's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, kind of like what what rock music meant to me for a long time and how it means something different to me now, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm trying, trying to not reveal too much about myself here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, I like quote quote a couple like uh, rock and roll heroes, non heroes of mine, villains, things like that in there. If if I've done my job, everyone thinks it's a breakup song on its face, but it's it's not. I thought I thought it was a breakup song. So right, well done, excellent, well done, job. Ah. Who's uh who's playing on the album? Oh, good question. Um, mostly me. Uh, Bacchus got um probably the most the most uh, guest stars on there. It's got uh Wayne Robbins from Hellsayers, and I was in a group with them called called Better Twin. It's got Emily Easterly on backup vocals. She sings on another song, and uh, Michael Liebermano plays that really cool guitar part on there. Michael Liebermano, who needs no introduction. Right. I'm. I'll cut the part out where you introduce him and just right. say he needs an introduction. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, and we, I kind of skipped over this part. Uh, what's tell tell uh, the people uh, the name of the album and um, where they can find it. Yeah, it's called Shoveler Shoveler, and it's on uh, Spotify and Bandcamp and all that streaming stuff. Oh. Uh, should be on everything unless I got cheated out of my one hundred thirty-seven dollars or however much it was. To it could, yeah, it could possibly be. Put it up on there. What's your I, favorite? I haven't signed up. <laughs> what's your favorite? Speaking of favorites, what's your favorite place for people to get your music? Uh, I guess Bandcamp is the best one. I don't know. It it doesn't matter, really. What if you? Uh, what if they just send you ten bucks directly, and uh, you just send them the MP3s? Yeah, okay? yeah, that, that's the best, that right? Work. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Okay. No taxes. Twenty, and you can get the waves. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. How much are the waves off of bank? You can't. Can you get waves off of Bandcamp? You can't really, can you? Yeah. It's cheaper, but I mean, you know, yeah. you're going to go mom and pop or you're going to go Walmart. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah.
Yeah, that song's about my dog uh, who who died. Uh, I was really he was the best dog. Oh, yeah. best dog ever, and he he got cancer when he was like four years old. And oh. It was it was the worst. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's 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 what that song's about. You you wrote this obviously after he died. How long? How long after he died? Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think. Of, I couldn't think of anything good. I was trying to think of something. Oh, okay. Well, it didn't have to be. I, mean, I was looking for the actual answer more than something good. What right, a, but <laughs> was it like a uh, part of the um, grieving process? Nah. No. Um, nah. Oh. I mean, uh, it was you know. Yeah, it wasn't part of the grieving. I don't. I don't know if you could write a really, or I don't know if I could write a really good song in a grieving process. You know, you don't mm. really feel like singing. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. or I don't. I mean, some people do. Obviously, they're grief songs that are good, but yeah, I, I'm probably not up for it. Dirges, but it's like a dirges yeah. are good. Yeah, sure. Maybe maybe something instrumental. I don't know. Yeah, to keep that mood going. Oh, uh, who's your favorite comedian? Oh. uh yeah, I really like uh I really like Bill Burr. I think he's super funny. Mm-hmm. I really like uh I mean classic classic people are like, you know, really like Hedberg. Oh yeah. Really like uh I love that guy. Um yeah, super funny. Really like I really like Anthony Jeselnik. I think he's super duper funny. Yeah. Um Yeah, there are a lot of like I used to like probably Probably last interview, if you would have asked me, I probably would have had some good answers. I was kind of delving pretty deep into the the L.A. up and coming comedian scene. There's just like super funny people. I mean, a lot of super fucking annoying people too, but right. some really super funny people. That guy, uh, you ever heard of Hampton Young? Uh uh-uh. He's re- he's got a couple albums that are just hilarious. I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, feel like you know 20 years ago really into david cross really into mr show and all that stuff oh yeah yeah um by comedian i just assumed you meant stand up but i guess yeah anybody really. i mean yeah i think mr mr show is just yeah i mean it's still it's still super super funny yeah um have you seen know, um uh what's the name of it um tim so uh, i think you should leave have you seen that oh uh yeah, it's not Tim. It's uh, what's that guy's name? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw some of that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. It's a little yeah. bit like Mr. Show, but little, you know, more uh, cringy. More updated. I guess. Yeah, 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 a little cringier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Purposely, purposefully um, cringy. Yeah. I'll tell you the funniest. I th- I think one of the funniest things I ever saw when I was younger. I used to watch Kids in the Hall all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and I think one of the funniest things I ever saw. You can tell me if you saw, and you can cut this out, but. You can tell me if you saw this. There was this one sketch where a guy walks into this, uh, you know, corporate office, and they're like, "Where's the report, Johnson? Where's the report, Johnson?" And Johnson is like, just starts coughing nervously, and it goes on like kids in the hall style for like two or three minutes, and mm-hmm. they keep asking him, "Well, that's great. Where's the report, Johnson? Where's the report?" And he keeps coughing harder and harder, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Where's the report?" And he coughs, and this mucus-covered, phlegmy report. <laughs> like oh. smashes up against the wall and just kind of oh. sticks there. And they're like, thanks for the report, Johnson. Yeah. I don't know that I one. It. I watch a lot of kids in the hall. I don't remember that one. I feel like maybe I blocked it out. Are you excited about the new kids in the hall? Yes. Yes, I am. I, 
Yeah. I've heard, um, I was listening to someone, uh, I was listening to like some podcasts from this interview show, but I had listened to like the backlog of it. So it was, I was okay. hearing it like in reverse and they were like, they were talking to Dave Foley and he was like, Oh, we're, we're talking about something, you know, and it was like two years ago. Oh yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. whatever. You know? And then you know, like, then a year later, you know, it'd be like Scott, whoever the rest of them. Um, I can't uh-huh. name them all. But, uh, but yeah, so that was, that was pretty interesting. So how, how definite is that? I'm not even sure right now how definite it is. Oh, I think, I think they just, uh, got a date like, oh, okay. a couple of days ago. I all can't right. remember what it is, but it's, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, any other comedians you want to shout out to? Uh, I mean, yeah, they're. Oh, hang on. Hey, she just went inside. This is all going in. I mean, this is the best part. Good. Yeah. Yeah, this is. It's a real human spin on it, huh? Right. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other comedians. I don't know. There's 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 a ton of ton of awesome funny stuff like it's comedians are great like i i have nothing but <laughs> extreme admiration for stand-up comedians i think they do the hardest thing oh yeah the hardest thing in the world i mean you know entertainment wise more from joshua carpenter in just a few moments want to remind you that you can find his music at jcarps.com that's j-c-a-r-p-s.com also check the show notes for his uh, spotify and other links Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at wncoriginalmusic.com or just search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts. Also, it's on, you know, like smart uh, speakers. Uh, Just uh, Google it, WNC Original Music. Wherever you got this episode is always a good good place to start. This week I asked uh, in Instagram stories if anybody had some advice they wanted. Got a few entries, but I selected the entry from... The person I uh, think to myself as the Americana Stevie Nicks. And her question was about how to avoid political conflict with your relatives, uh, specifically your in-laws. And I know that's especially uh, meaningful with the holidays coming up. So the thing that works best for me, because my family is, uh, is very politically divided, but also we don't talk about politics. And uh, when we do... It's uh, usually pretty genial, but I have been in situations with other people's families and uh, families I've kind of been tangentially a part of where it is very uh, uncomfortable when you talk about politics, especially, again, at the holidays. And, of course, the most obvious thing to do is to not talk about politics, but you always have, you know, that one person who just wants to talk about politics and who, you know, kind of inserts it into a conversation at the worst and most inappropriate time. And I think there is good to have kind of a comment ready um, to break the tension or diffuse the situation. Uh, Sometimes it's good to have kind of a partner with you. So if someone makes a comment, you immediately look at your partner um, for this thing and you say, oh, look who's trying to ruin Thanksgiving or look who's trying to ruin Christmas, uh, that kind of thing. And everybody is probably already feeling that way. And just uh, just that will be your response, not to engage in the politics but to engage in the idea that nobody wants to talk about politics and you can say it in a way that's, um, you know, kind of direct, but also, you know, a little bit amusing and say, oh, this guy wants to, you know, he wants to ruin our Christmas, but we're not going to let him or something like that. And that helps with that one situation. If you've got like two families that are just everybody wants to talk about politics, I really don't know that much can be done there except to honestly just avoid those situations if you have to. It's 
uncomfortable sometimes, but sometimes you have to do that. I hope that helped a little bit. If you need some advice about something, even if it's bad advice like I probably just gave, uh, just send an email to wncoriginalmusic at gmail.com. Also, that's the email to use if you want to be on the podcast. Uh, Just uh, send a little note and say, hey, can I be on the podcast? And maybe you can. Uh, This is Jake Burns, and you're listening to Western North Carolina Original Music. That song's not about anything, but mm-hmm. Evan Martin does play conga, and 
and a, a, a frog, like a, a wooden frog instrument that you like, uh, it sounds like a metronome on the song, hmm. but it's a frog, plays frog. A wooden frog. All right. Yeah. Okay. How long, um, over what period of time did you, uh, write these songs? Uh, way too long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shorter than, well, the first one, the first record I did was like, I did it in like three months. And then the second one, I, I, I wrote half a record and then threw it all away. And then it took me forever to write the rest of it. And then this one took me like, I don't know, two, two or three years to write. Hmm. It's just like, it's too long. I've already got like an, another record almost that's almost ready to go. Oh, um, shouldn't, shouldn't take that long. I don't eh, think, you know, they take yeah. as long as they take, you know, there's a surprisingly good, uh, monkeys record, which, uh, has songs, original song like recordings from all the way from 1969 to like I think 2006 or something. I, th- I think it came out in 2000. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to it. It's like, like their it? best album ever, supposedly. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think? You listen to it? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I need it's, to check that out. Maybe I'll yeah. check it out tonight. It's got one song in particular called. Um, me and Magdalena, which is really good. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Always rooting for the monkeys, right? What is your favorite movie? Oh, man. See. Or a favorite movie. Hmm. Actually, what I'm doing is I'm while we're doing the interview, I'm also getting your Tinder profile set up. So we'll <laughs> get the turn-ons and turn-offs later. I don't know. I appreciate you, that. I don't know if it's obvious that let I've me, never done me, a uh, Tinder profile. Let me let me send the kid down the road a ways and right. get that. Yeah. Get the picture. Um, made. Yeah. Favorite movie? I don't really know, man. Um, I I kind of feel like movies the same way same way about poetry a little bit mm-hmm. maybe um i haven't really been moved by a movie in a while um but as far as just sheer uh i don't know I t- i'll tell you when i was when i was younger my favorite movie was dead alive um dead which alive. is a peter jack yeah it's a peter jackson movie hmm. right and then peter jackson went and did lord of the rings uh-huh. got super famous yeah you can't like that alive anymore. Right. Everybody likes that movie. Right? right. Yeah. So you got to find a new favorite movie. I don't know. I just watched, uh, this is not my favorite movie, but I just watched wild things for the first time a few weeks ago. Wild things. Yeah. You remember that? With like Nev Campbell. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh man. It's, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Super funny. Um, terrible, but just <laughs> right. like, Twist for twist's sake, real snapshot in time, like super nineties. Yeah, um, hilarious. I watched it during the day. It's probably better at night, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I can get down with some documentaries. I can just kind of put a put on, um, I don't know, whatever rock and roll documentary. Mm-hmm. Like they're all awesome. I, I actually did. Uh, Watch one that I liked a lot about that man Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Recently, you ever get down into the um, Amazon Prime, like kind of like scrape the barrel? No, I don't, have, some, like, I don't have Amazon super, Prime. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, if you ever get it, I've got like everything, but I need to switch out yeah. one 
HBO Max or something like that. Yeah, keep that one, man. Yeah. That one's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. I mean if you want to have a conversation with people, you gotta you gotta have Yeah. You know, you I gotta mean? have Hulu, you gotta have Netflix. I don't have Disney yet. I gotta get Disney one day. I'm gonna get Disney and just watch all of it and then cancel it. Yeah. We got Disney for the kid yeah. and it's I mean, we can't get rid of that one. But yeah. I, I would say I would say Prime next time you got some scratch. Um, honestly, you could probably get it for a couple months and watch everything that's good on there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Music musically anyway. I mean, but what I was going to say is they have a ton of like really super low budget. Um, just, I don't know. They got like a murder city devils documentary. I watched the other night. Oh, yeah? uh, I don't know if you remember those guys. They mm-hmm. were like a post grunge kind of Seattle group. Um, yeah, it was funny. It was, it was, you know, it was like a guy with a camcorder, <laughs> basically, walk, like following the band around for a year. Yeah, and you know, it's just like, hey, I'm watching guys in a band. I know, I know these words mm-hmm. that everybody's saying all the time, kind of thing. I mean, stuff like that's fun. But there was a really good documentary about uh, that band Brainiac. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember them. It's like really sad story. They were from Dayton. I think they were from Dayton, Ohio, um, and uh, they were just like the the singer um was just like this musical maniac freak like great awesome guy and then they were of course (laughs) you know got cut short he died in a a car wreck when they were just kind of like i don't know if they were even blowing up at the time or anything but they were they were awesome they had some really good songs um yeah i don't know favorite movie Whatever. We'll take that. I'm just I'm just Whatever. gonna put down the Brainiac documentary on your Tinder profile. Yeah, yeah. The great, perfect. That will get yeah. you. I mean, that's a very self-selected population there. You know. Uh huh. That's gonna yep. check off a lot of other boxes that you want to go through. Yeah. Don't have to bother. That's, that's a natural selection, eliminating me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus in tweed, selling candles door to door. There ain't no sand for a line Don't you forget the Roman Jesus in tweed Singing from your book of blues But there ain't no stars to align Don't you just crumble at bell time Anything you need.
I don't want to say what that one's about. Okay. I mean, I think it's self-explanatory. Jesus is a professor at a small Midwestern liberal arts college. And this is about him and how he, you know, manages small town life. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hit the nail on the head. All right. Uh, but I think that one might be my favorite one on there. It just I like I like a song that announces the title right right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. no bullshit. Yeah. So you got this album done. You you got almost another album done. On top mm-hmm. of it, uh, what are your uh, live performance plans, if any? Mm. Sorry, I'm I'm struggling am... with my pen here. It won't write. I'm it's okay. Look distracted. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm ready to play again. I, I would, I'm just, you know, kind of waiting to hear back from people about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like, uh, one thing the pandemic really did a good job of getting, getting rid of is people's ability to answer a fucking email. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they got a lot more because I think, um, I think everybody came out of the pandemic. Like I see a lot of bands, playing some bands are like playing three four five times as much as they used to before the pandemic like it scared them and now they're playing as much as they can um yeah even to maybe maybe to their detriment you know because they're playing like the same place every week or something like that Mm -hmm. but you know as far as that venue is concerned you know they've got you know if somebody like on friday night plays and says hey we'll come back next month the same night they'll just put them on the calendar, you know, so that's a lot more immediate than going through emails and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I need to, I need to get in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Did I, I don't know if I told you this last time. This is one of my favorite stories ever. I might've told you last time. You ever hear what you two used to do? Uh, you two, this is a story I heard. I don't know if it's true, but it's a good story, but they used to back when they were like a punk rock band. They used to, um, they used to look up who was playing at a venue one night and then call up the venue and pretend to be them and cancel and then they would show up with their gear and be like well we can play we're here oh yeah they canceled yeah Yeah. (laughs) great that's a great idea yeah i mean uh, u2 is my wife's favorite band i mentioned that to her see if she knows about it oh yeah Yeah. she's like that's not true (laughs) it might not be all right i want to thank joshua carpenter for being on the podcast this part two we'll have a part three coming up uh someday one week Imminently, I guess you could say. Don't forget to find his music at jcarps.com. Also check the show notes for uh, other links or just search uh, Joshua Carpenter. Uh, it's got a lot of new stuff coming out, some stuff that's come out recently and some coming up, so make sure to check that out. Also subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts. For the closing song this week, very happy to have a track from a band called Annabelle's Curse. Uh, They're an electrified indie folk band from Bristol, Tennessee, and Virginia. And uh, they've played with a whole bunch of bands, a whole bunch of uh, other bands, including Blues Traveler, uh, Langhorn Slim, 49 Winchester, and the Black Lilies, among a whole bunch of other bands. And you can find their music at annabellescurse.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Have a good week.
Some in the morning, some in the usually in the evening, uh, all different times of day. Nobody, nobody will ever find out. <laughs> <laughs>